common sense uh, gun control is something that we have to take a look at. Nothing is foolproof. Not, nothing is 100%. Uh, I've never seen a perfect law that uh, deals with every single situation. If that's the standard we're looking for in guns, uh, then uh, that's the too high a standard. It doesn't apply to anything else that we are doing. But there are some common sense things we can do. You know, Such as? on a watch list is uh, considered too risky to be on an airplane. They should also be prevented from buying a weapon. But in addition to that, we have to have 100% background checks. Unfortunately, right now, there are gaping loopholes with gun show loopholes as well as buying on the Internet. Even though there are federal restrictions on who can buy a weapon, as long as there are gaping loopholes in the background check law, uh, it's uh, too easy to get weapons. So we have to do that as well. We have to do both. As you and your Senate colleagues discuss uh, gun measures, one piece of legislation that you've been working on has made it through and I believe is on its way to the president. That would be the Pipes Act, which is short for Protecting Our Infrastructure of Pipelines and Enhancing Safety Act. Uh, How would that protect the Great Lakes and do you expect the president to sign the bill and make it law? I do expect the the president to sign this uh, shortly. It uh, went through both the House and the Senate uh, with broad bipartisan support. I was able to get three critical amendments uh, on that legislation that will be very helpful to protecting the Great Lakes. First off, it'll designate all pipelines in the Great Lakes Basin as a high-consequence pipeline, which means that it'll be subjected to the highest standards, the most uh, rigorous oversight, The idea is quite clear. Any kind of oil pipeline break in the Great Lakes Basin puts our Great Lakes at risk, which uh, endangers uh, drinking water as well as a critical resource for our state as well as for the country. The other amendment uh, deals with response plans, that as uh, oil pipeline uh, providers are putting together their contingency plans, if there's an oil break, uh, they need to consider ice cover. Surprisingly enough, that was not part of the law, and yet uh, parts of uh, Michigan uh, are covered by very thick ice. Think the Straits of Mackinac, where we're very concerned about a pipeline in in the Straits. Uh, That uh, area is covered with very thick ice for part of the year. It is very difficult to clean an oil spill up there to begin with, but you can imagine how difficult it would be with thick ice. In fact, it may be nearly impossible. If that's the case, that would lead to the next question. You probably should not be operating an oil pipeline in an area where you know you cannot clean it up if it spills. It also would require reviews of pipeline age and integrity, which is an issue that uh, people have brought up regarding Enbridge Line 5, which is a dual line that runs under the Straits of Mackinac. Absolutely. And that's the other third uh, component that I think is very important to take a look at uh, age and the impact that it has on the integrity of pipes. Not only do we have the one in the Straits of Mackinac, which is over 60 years old, but we have a number of pipes in the St. Clair River that are uh, 100 years old. Uh, very concerned about all of those pipes leading to the next point. We probably need to either eliminate those pipes from being uh, where they are, or uh, if they are replaced, uh, they need to be replaced with new state-of-the-art technology.